And we're live. And we're live. Indeed. We get on here so we can share this thing. Indeed, indeed. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Make that jump public. Already. Indeed. Share to the groups. I, I oh, we sound good. Yeah, yeah. That's a jump came in like crisp. yo crisp. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that the audio is solid. Yeah, right. That's I'm about to shit. share this shit with all the Shelton's, all the everybody. Do that, do that, do that. Indeed. Robin Mayfield, she gonna get that work. <laughs> By the way, cuz I love you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's do a new thing. Tag you here. Share to all of the groups. Yeah, this share shit is working great. Look at this shit. Posting, posting, posted, <laughs> posting, posted, 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 posted. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Hey. Uh, there's a couple more shares, and then we'll be ready to get started. Uh, let's see. We have a hell of a show for you this week. No doubt. No a lot doubt. of got a wild shit is happening in the world. We got to address it. Y'all boy Trump out here doing some interesting things. Tory Lane's doing some, I don't know, kind of thing. Yeah, some sucker shit. Yeah, and my Cowboys are doing some bad things, but not as bad as the Falcons. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can't. Grip oh wow, you, you can't, can't really grab, grab a, yeah, a, a nigga's face. Grabbing, grabbing a nigga's helmet like that. Nah, that's no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> yeah, and we no got some, some, uh, bueno. some new music coming for y'all. No doubt. No doubt. What Lil Wayne? Yeah, Lil Wayne drop. Yeah. Uh, the Carter Five Deluxe with damn near all new songs, and that's he suck. back to sounding like Lil Wayne. Hey. I was listening like, oh shit, Weezy back. But, I'm um, mad at that. Let's go ahead and get this. Uh, get this signal. I'm gonna go ahead and get this. Yeah, all story. right. Here we go. What's the name of the podcast, JB? It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You You say say the the whole thing. thing. Welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution will be be televised. televised. I'm no breaks new to Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage. What up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek coming at you every goddamn Monday. Representing NWA, nerds with attitude. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome, and thank you for joining us once again. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What up? What up? I see kickbackers out there in the audience. I see you guys. I see you. I see you. And we got our Jeremy from Germany over there off camera. He in the building. No let's, doubt. Say hi to the people. Hey, people. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Right. No doubt. So, um, uh, let's see what we got, JB. Uh, what was the first? I'll let them. Oh, the kickback fact of the week. Now, this it. was a pretty good one, y'all. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, first, shout out to everybody listening on Apple, Spotify, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. watching on YouTube, mm-hmm, watching mm-hmm. us live on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if you have that new Amazon app and you're listening on Amazon. Thank you. As a matter of fact, let me, let me try something. Alexa, play a pod name kickback. Hey. That works. Hey. <laughs> I probably cut it on to somebody's house. Right. Um, right. And then they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, tune in for those stripper stories on Patreon. It's like what? what? Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're there. They're there. They're up. Yeah. You can join our Patreon and hear the stripper stories. No, uh, there's a two dollar tier, four dollar tier, seven dollar tier. Some names are more exclusive. The first level of stripper stories, everybody can get. There it is. There it is. On our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Kickback. Exciting tales to to stun and amuse, to amaze and amuse. That was, that was double on time. Exciting tales. <laughs> Indeed. So Indeed. I'll keep back fact of the week. Yeah, have a tale, too. Oh, my God. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> was, uh, oh, doing? shit. Yes. Yeah, um, okay, I was looking there. crazy out here. But uh, we've all heard how casinos are designed to deliberately disorient visitors, causing them to lose track of time and where exactly they are. But did you know that there's a similar strategy behind the design of shopping malls as well, officially known as the Gruen Transfer? This phenomenon was named after Austrian architect Victor Gruen, who identified how an intentionally confusing layout could lead to consumers spending more time and money in a shopping venue, though he would later disavow that approach. That's the same as unethical. He did create the design to do that. So they they were trying to confuse us in the malls, y'all. It's the same thing in a Facebook group with all the different women. You get confused so many. You get confused. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember going to uh, this random mall out in uh, Canada. Um, It was kind of built off the pattern of like the mall of America mm. and we were walking around that motherfucker and we were like where the fuck are we like <laughs> what time is it is this another gap it was like the third gap in the Damn. same mall and we were Damn. like nigga like what like are we high no we couldn't have been high because but it was gap, crazy. baby gap lady yeah gap. yeah like that's mm-hmm. that's how they trap your ass though. They like nah nigga, you ain't leaving. You ain't leaving. Have you ever do y'all use a little maps in the mall and try to find shit? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it used to be a lot of uh, well, hold us. I'm right. Okay, wait a minute. That's Banana Republic. So that means that I'm I'm here then. <laughs> he, be, he be trying to figure that shit out. <laughs> I always go to park at the Macy's. It's going through Macy's. Right. Right. I'll figure this shit out. Going through Macy's, I'll figure this Or going through the Macy's food court. Is like the load star. Court. Yeah. Shit in the yeah. food court. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was no an interesting fact that that shit is done on purpose. It's Indeed. like how DC is designed um, with all those circles to confuse uh, mm-hmm. will be attackers of the nation's capital. Shout out to Benjamin Banneker for designing that. Indeed. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the Benjamins. <laughs> no um, doubt. No I doubt. High low of the week, JB. What was your high? What was uh, your low? Well, uh, my, my high of the week was kind of like. 
kind of like on the lowdown because I got myself a new musical instrument, <laughs> as <laughs> you know, new. <laughs> so, um, oh, tell I, them what it is, nigga. Yeah, oh yeah, the ukulele. I, this nigga came over one day was right. playing a ukulele. I'm like, nigga, if you don't get out, get out, get out, just get out. <laughs> you know, it was just strumming away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so you look just like the on 50, 51st dates. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. You got that yeah. right. You got that right. You got that right. Blink, 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 blink. Yeah. So that was my hide of week. That's a crazy ass episode. Yeah. It was inspiring, indeed. <laughs> I, I, I see, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my load of week happened yesterday when I went out disc golfing. I don't know how the fuck this happened, but somehow I set my disc golf bag right next to an ant hill. So I got all kinds of little bumps and shit. Like, look at that motherfucker. You see that shit? That was eating you. So so they got in the bag. You didn't notice it until you put the bag back on, and they start getting bit up. Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> burning, 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 burning. <laughs> like damn, what the nigga. Fuck. What the? Yeah, What's that happening? Was my load a week. That's why yeah. I was like, we ain't going back to Alexander. Fucking Anthill. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> Shit was crazy. Anyway, high load a week for JB. But yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, <laughs> my um my high of the week was um I actually left the state of Georgia for the first time in 2020. Went to Alabama, kicked it with my folks, had a good time, ate some good food, discovered some new TV. We're gonna tell y'all about that later. Just had a good time celebrating birthdays and say happy birthday, Z. Um, so that was my high of the week, just getting out, doing some mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. On my low of the week is while I'm out partying and having a, the the time of my life. Some little goofy girl just keep making posts about me on Facebook. Uh, we got to put her ass on front street. Yeah, I'm like, Yo, you got to relax. <laughs> yeah. You got to relax. Yeah. If I, if, if I stopped dealing with you a month ago, you should not be making posts about me a month later. You got to relax. You got to do whatever you're doing. Move on with your life. Have some fun. Enjoy yourself. Save it. You should not be uh, making posts about me, lying about me, talking shit about me, kicking me out your group because you... I guess you don't want me to see the shit you talk. It's just yeah. weird. It's weirdo shit. And you can't and you can't be clowning a nigga, especially when you show up for date night in a buckwheat wig and a moo moo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you I was gonna clown her. Dude. I told you I was gonna get her. <laughs> they they weird, sexy man. in a buckwheat wig and a moo moo with pink lipstick. <laughs> Talk about shit. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> told you I was gonna get her. <laughs> told you I was gonna get her. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just right. Leave me alone. Right. Right. I don't want enough for you. You don't want enough for me. Let's just, it's been right. a month. Let's all move on and be happy. Indeed. Or try to. Indeed. 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 Before we make your ass yeah. go viral. <laughs> My left stroke just went viral. Yeah. Uh, literally. When you give him, he give him eight of them things. Jeremy, you know, you have a good night. You give him eight of them things. <laughs> they, 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 they lose their composure a little bit. Um, but our viral story of the week is another person who's lost his composure a lot. Donald Trump. This some weird shit, dog, because he's come up with what he's calling 
the platinum plan for black America. First of all, that's some that's some pandering ass, corny ass hip hop bullshit. The platinum plan. Yeah, really yeah. He, he, he is uh really pandering nigga. for real. Right. So pretty much. JB, uh tell us about the chicken wing watermelon package that uh Donald <laughs> Trump has started. Anyway, so first of all, he's talking about making June Juneteenth a federally recognized national holiday. Okay. Um then then he's talking about I'm going to create these these super super high class urban uh, urban renewal neighborhoods. These neighborhoods will have much better, much more solid policing and law and order in these wonderful high-class urban neighborhoods we're going to build just for black people. You, you know the good thing I think that's going to come out of this is Trump had his, not Trump, Biden had, I think, the lift every voice and sing package, whatever he called it. Mm-hmm. Now Trump has his platinum one. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they keep going back and forth trying to make improvements. And then we actually get something decent. And, or like JB said earlier, something that we can at least hold them accountable to. Yeah, I mean, so, the big part about it is that raising this issue creates a topic for conversation. And with the debate coming up, you know that's going to be a subject on the debate. And my hope, New, is Biden does what he's supposed to and makes Trump sound like the idiot, classless fucking moron that he actually is. Yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the hope. That's the hope, you know. Yeah. You step up to that line in the sand, you, that should be an easy win for Biden. How, that should be a layup. How, mu- how um, much are you anticipating this debate on Tuesday? I'm going to be glued to my fucking TV watching Biden go against Trump. That's going to be classic television, nigga. This, this may be the best debate we've ever seen. You know, they're going, the only bad thing is I wonder if they'll be in the same room. Mm, I wonder yeah, how they're well, going to do it. They could. They could do that. It could be this. One, they, um, one, yeah, one, yeah. one way or another, that's an excellent segue and an excellent, excellent tagline, excellent teaser for our Patreon viewers. We are definitely going to give you the blow by blow, the the after debate, right after debate, post debate mm-hmm. commentary just for our Patreon viewers. We're going to break that shit down for you minute by minute, blow by blow, step by step. We're going to show you how Joe Biden kicked that nigga's ass in that debate. At least that's the plan. Anyway. Yeah, man. I, I just want to. I know it's gonna be some comedy gold in that shit. Oh my! God. I know somebody gonna say something. You know, they both got tempers and shit. Somebody gonna say something, and I'm just gonna fall off fucking laughing. I already know that shit. I already know that shit. I want them niggas to fight. Um, interested on um when Trump has said that um the pass on power, he ain't leaving no matter what the <laughs> the outcome will be. <laughs> What the fuck? Huh? What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> the whole world's like, y'all supposed to be helping us with that shit. Why? Huh? <laughs> free, <Yeah>. free world. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he fucking up. Yeah, that's crazy, young. I, I'm looking at Trump like, 
he's already put some shit out there saying that he, he's he's willing to try to step in and uh to keep it to do something to change the election so that if he loses he doesn't have to vacate. I forget the exact verbiage that he used, but he's he said he's willing to do that. He said it. He had said that um, the only way that we will lose is if um, the uh, what the fuck is it called? The only way that we will lose is if um, the um, voting registration or the voting was corrupted. Oh yeah, he keeps yeah. talking about. He keeps okay, talking you, about you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only way we'll lose is if we let them. Yeah, the only way we'll lose if we let them mail in ballots. And thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we 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 gonna watch this Trump shit very very closely, very very closely. But um, he put together a plan. My hope is that it pushes Biden to make his plan better, and then they battle for our votes. This is how you know our votes really count, everybody. Because why are they pandering to us so much? Why are they, everybody coming up with a black agenda right now? Because our the black vote does actually matter. So make sure you guys get out there and vote. Now, we already lost a Supreme Court justice. So I don't know what that means for women. Um, him replacing her with the, that conservative chick, um, Cohen. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But the, the woman he's replacing her with is another conservative um, who says Roe versus Wade is, it was, was, um, wasn't sound and logical. That's the that Roe versus Wade is a, is the case, the precedence that allows women to have abortions. So she's looking at changing that and making you know shortening the, the window. Women's rights are in danger right now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And sisters, I'm riding with you. Um, and I, I'm 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 trying to get everybody to understand that having Trump in office hurts black people. Yeah, true, true, true. Hurts the country. Yeah, true, true, true. Hurts women. It may hurt women the most. Right now, we have abortion is outlawed in more states now than it's been in like a dozen years. So we're moving backwards as opposed to women having control of their bodies and being able to make their own decisions. And that's that's dangerous, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary, you know. It's real scary. It's 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 crazy out there what these niggas are doing. <laughs> like it, it just um, makes no, no fucking yeah. sense. And um, you know, our what the fuck story of the week also speaks to that. Um uh, protecting women, specifically protecting black women. We all saw that Brianna Taylor, um, her murderers aren't even charged with her murder. One cop was charged with shooting his gun and having it hit the wall of her, na- her pregnant neighbor next door. Um, so he's being charged with his bullet. Say that again. So yeah. Clear. Yeah. So basically, he's being charged with missing. Reckless and dangerous. He's being charged without for not killing Corny Breonna bullshit. Taylor. For yeah. missing, hitting her. Reckless endangerment. It's yeah, yeah, but let that sit in. The only charges brought up is for the nigga that missed. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? The only person charged was the person who missed her. Who didn't shoot her? The ones that did shoot her and kill her, no charges. Yeah, but her None. dude, who was a lawful gun owner, lawful mm-hmm. licensed gun owner, mm-hmm. who who was basically following the the rules of the crazy ass Republican law, stand your ground. He was basically, yes, yeah. yeah. He was charged with attempted murder. No, he was charged with murder, which is why he was silent about what really happened. Because he didn't want to incriminate himself. Yeah, but, yeah. But 
Well, yeah, yeah. but the whole yeah. thing is just all it's all the way fucked up. It's it's legal gerrymandering once again. It's awful. And here we go again with another fucked up instance where justice is totally glossed over. You know, here we go again. And we're not gonna um stop talking about it. This isn't gonna be the last conversation about Brianna Taylor. I am so sorry, Brianna. Sorry to your family that we weren't in a position to to make a to better contribute to change. Mm-hmm. I feel like I ain't do shit. Right. I, I, I we used our platform, but it didn't work. So right. I'm like, no, we gotta do something else. Boom. No Boom. doubt. If we keep fighting, y'all, just like my cowboys who just cut the lead to eight. Um. But uh, I don't want to talk too much football right now because JB and, and Jeremy teams aren't looking good this week. Because Jeremy <laughs> team, yeah, the Ravens are gonna beat y'all tomorrow night. I'm just saying. He like, I'm more than okay with that. <laughs> we, we, we watch right. the game. It's the Ravens and Chiefs. That's a big game. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. we gotta catch that. Yeah, yeah, catch that. Or if no you doubt. To podcast today is tonight. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, so rest in peace, Brianna Taylor. We're gonna move off of this story before we get angry. Yeah, but um, we're not stopping. No, and it it, it didn't work. You gave her family twelve million dollars, but that does not mean that they, they they gave up their right. Nope. To uh, have a criminal trial, and they did not. They clearly did not. They clearly did not, and no one was there. No one was in the room. We don't know who represented Brianna Taylor's interest when they had that jury. It, and they, the family's lawyer said, "Who was there? What did you guys say? How did they, how did the jury come to that decision?" What happened? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they had all the uh, police. No police could take leave. They brought in the National Guard. They did all of this in preparation. And we was watching this shit out. Why are they calling out all these motherfuckers? Oh, we know what's about to happen. They're about to get off, and they're afraid it's gonna be a damn riot. It's going, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That that's a, that's a big big indicator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna set the shit up when so that when y'all blow up after this fucked up verdict. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Come on. Fuck crazy. crazy. And fuck that fucking sellout coon. They the DA over there in Kentucky, man. Fuck that nigga. Yeah. Um, another nigga I've been saying fuck for a couple weeks now, Tory Lanez. Um, guess I don't be dumb award, and I'm gonna say this now. He says he did not shoot Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion says he did shoot her. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. And listening to um one of the songs, he put out an album for those who don't know. Instead of making a statement about what happened between him and Meg, he just put out an album and said, "Buy my album and hit." And, and then she was shot, and then Meg was shot, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, he's saying it did not happen that way. He loves Meg, and he doesn't know why she's doing this. I don't. This shit starting to feel like who shot Ghost. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's just it's two total polar opposite statements. I did not shoot her. You did shoot me. I don't know what to believe. Right. If Tory is in fact innocent, I will come back on this podcast and apologize. Because I called him everything, but you know, I talked about him like, girl, talk about me on Facebook. I went in on Tory. Um, pause. But I don't... 
but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if, if he, he's saying he's innocent. So I don't know what to think about that. I, I'm I'm lost. I don't, why would Meg lie? But I do know women lie, especially yeah. on Facebook. They be this lying. nigga got a second touchdown. You, you, yeah, your your homie, nobody. <laughs> oh, that, no, my, no, that was Gallup. That was Gallup. That was that. that uh, oh, that was Gallup. Yeah, that was Gallup. That's okay. Uh, okay. And I got him in one of them leagues. So <laughs> I get some points. <laughs> I dropped Gallup. No, I got Gallup. In which league? Okay, I got him in the in Pond and Kickback League. Wait a minute. Hold up. Did I drop him? Hold up. Hey. I must have him in my cousin league. I got him in my cousin league. I must say, I know I got him somewhere. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What's happening here? But, um, Sorry, y'all. We, you know, fantasy football, watching game, all that good shit. But this is a kickback, right? That's what we exactly. do. Exactly. It's a pod. JB, Ex- what's the name of the show, nigga? A pod named Kickback. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> so we kicking back, nigga. Right. You know how we do. We sneak that sports in on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, first thing in the morning when your girl's still half sleeping, y'all watching TV, you just kind of, <laughs> you know, sad. You know, come give her about eight of them things. She'd be happy with him for until she get on Facebook. Um. But let's see. We got um. Okay, uh, Republicans be like, I need guns to protect my family against the state. Right. Also, Republicans, black people don't have a right to fire at cops. Brianna asked for what she got. They are saying shit like that. And um, shout out to Racist Rick. Um, there's a Racist Rick that I know, uh, Trump supporter here in Atlanta, and um, he, he's always talking that dumb shit. Um, the thing that pisses me off the most: black people should pick themselves up by the bootstraps. I, that shit irks me, but the fact that uh, stands your ground is a law in Kentucky, which is why Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, uh, the charges were dropped. He stood his ground. Yeah. They say they did not identify themselves as police officers. Mm-hmm. They found several witnesses that say they never heard anybody identify themselves as police officers. They heard the door kicked in. They heard shots. They don't know what happened. They found one neighbor who said that they didn't hear anything, and then later recanted and said, oh, I did hear something. They did say they was cops. I'm like, when's you? How, why'd your story switch? Yeah, yeah, why, yeah, why, why, yeah. Why'd the story change a week later? Yeah, the Bama yelled out, "Who's there?" Crickets, nothing. It's like, hold up, right. aren't you supposed to identify yourself as the police, even when you're entering a home on a no-knock right. warrant? And he shot. He shot one of the cops, and he's no charges. All charges are dropped because they were wrong. And they paid him twelve million dollars in an admission. Well, that they he were shot. Wrong. He, they is saying that he shot at one of the cops. No, no he, hit, he hit one. He did hit one. He shot a cop. Okay, one of them was shot. Um, um, he's a good shot, man. Hey, go to the brains, brothers and sisters. You know what it is. Get your guns up. Um, but he did mind of shooting one of them and injuring one of them. Um, I thought that cop was injured due to uh to uh, uh what do they call it a. Uh, Ricochet or whatever. I thought I thought he said he shot like shot away to scare him he off. He shot low. Yeah. Okay. He shot he shot one of them in the leg. Okay. Um, which is mean which is training because when police get scared of black people, they shoot them in the head. Mm-hmm. When, when a black man is running away from them, they shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't shoot him in the leg. Mm-hmm. And, and not like what Joe Biden said. We need to start shooting people in the oh, oh Joe. <laughs> He's so old, Joe. But um, not in that way. But basically, what I'm saying is, um, you can shoot to injure and not to kill. 
Every well, shot doesn't have to be to kill. Well, well, well yeah, yeah, and I and that's watching his comments. Yeah, no, yeah. It, I don't see a indicator up there. So how am I supposed to? No. Why don't you see indicator? That's what I'm wondering. The last one I have oh, is. Yeah. Well, no, I got that one. I posted that one. Oh, good job, man. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, because Jeremy came in with like, you, you seen these? I was yeah. Like, if you talk about Shmi's comment, yeah, I posted that one. No, don't, don't please don't post no more Shmi comments. Post <laughs> everybody but Shmi's. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Hate that nigga. What up, Shmi? Hey, oh yeah, and also you guys, um, Shmi has a podcast called um, Heart of the City. And it's an entrepreneurial podcast. He has excellent guests. They talk about, um, you know, building generational wealth, getting yourself out of debt, opening up businesses, the, the steps you need to take. Um, I listen to that shit all the time. Just there's one there's one episode I go back to, and I forget the brother names. Me, though, he was in the music industry, and now he's doing real estate. It helps out with his name in that episode. But um, yeah, make sure you follow Heart of the City podcast. That's our brother. You already know. Oh, you, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Let's do a search for Heart of the City podcast. Vince Harris. It, it's the motivation you want. It, it's, it's that Monday morning motivation. You're going to want to run through a brick wall, but you're going to have the tools to slice the brick wall instead of running into it. I'm just, I'm, hey, Shmi, I want a check. You owe me a check for this promotion, nigga. I just gave you a hell of a, a hell of a plug. <laughs> you know my cash app, nigga. You know my cash app. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> I think all the bad, I hope all the bad things in life. No, no, don't say that. Yeah, don't say he's that. my he's my business partner. So don't put that shit on me. Don't no, put it on, on no, no. We we no, 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 no. Don't hope all that. No, no. Donna Hugh Baker. Donna Hugh Baker. Excellent brother. He uh, has a theory about you know building generational wealth. And getting out of the basement, mm -hmm. and basically your, your blueprint is get to one hundred thousand, and then we gonna figure the rest of that shit out. But get to one hundred thousand, so get to one hundred thousand. Do you have your seven streams of income? Yep. I have, I have six. My seventh is coming. Come on, I'm stripping again, so I'm gonna get my seventh. Uh, Patreon, good. Patreon viewers, <laughs> that'll that'll be that solo. That'll be that solo new. Patreon stream that y'all get. I will not be present for that, but yeah, yeah, no I, doubt. Y'all want to support me? Yeah, we gonna support you, nigga, but from a distance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No doubt. So, <laughs> support with social distancing, like a motherfucker. Man. We got your way, way back on that one. Yeah, you sound like the CEO of Wills Fargo. <laughs> Segway! No doubt. No so, doubt. JB's old college roommate. Oh, shut that shit When up. he used to live in on the YMCA. Um, is now the CEO of Wills Fargo, and he made a bonehead statement saying he couldn't find any qualified black people to run his up, upper management positions. And... Where were you looking? Right. I've been running businesses my whole life. And Jeremy knows me. See? See? So where were you looking? Where, where'd you go? Yeah, yeah. Ain't no black people over here. 
right. Ain't no black people over here in these four million dollar homes. Yeah, like come on, dog. Like, that was he wanted to apologize, but you still get the don't be dumb award, man. No doubt, no not, doubt. Gangster geek, stick up for the gangster geeks in the world. Tell that nigga about it, so JB. I think this is a JB moment. I would be happy to. And, and here it is. Um, to say that there is no talent available um, for your corporation in order to bring on more black people, more qualified black people is absolutely, utterly, completely ridiculous. Look around, look around, look around your own corporate field and you'll see plenty of black people out there working, struggling, grinding to get ahead. You'll see plenty of black people within your own organization probably who are yeah. adding value to your own organization yeah. that deserve inside promotion. And that's the other that's the other angle that white people like to use. Oh yeah, we, you know, we didn't want to bring in black people cuz we wanted to hire and promote from the inside. We want to hire and promote from the inside, Didn't but do see it. that. But see, that's the, the that's the dog whistle for nepotism, though. When they mm -hmm. say that bullshit, it, right? it's supposed to be a meritocracy, but it's a bunch of nepotism, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know I knew that word. I'm angry with JB, motherfuckers. Thanks <laughs> 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 the geek word of the week. Came there from the righteous it this there week. There it is. There, there it is. There it is. There it is. Nagga. Nagga. <laughs> Anyway, y'all, fuck that, fuck that corny ass motherfucker saying that dumbass shit. Well, Wells Fargo be getting into a lot of dumbass bullshit though. They, they, he just need to shut the fuck up entirely. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> everybody I know, like I got Wells Fargo, but I'm leaving. Come on over with me to Navy Federal. It's so <laughs> lovely over here, you guys. It's very lovely, indeed. Um, I Nipsey Hustle Award, JB. Indeed. One of my favorite people personalities in the world was one of my favorite rappers is now my favorite podcaster and he's now the owner of what will probably be my favorite podcast network one time for joe button my guy mouse um he started he recently launched his podcast network um with a, a show featuring three uh black women called mm -hmm. see the thing is the three black women are um mandy from horrible decisions Supposed to, to have done this podcast like seven times, hasn't made it yet. But uh, Mandy, we're still waiting for you, baby. Come on through. It's a place on the sofa, right, right between me and JB. As long as you don't bring your your dildos, no Peggy. Uh, but anyway, uh, if she's on it. Um, yeah, yeah, she calls herself Peg the Stallion. She likes to peg men. But um, oh, what's my other girl name? Um, it's her, uh, Olivia Dope, like Olivia Pope from uh, Scandal, but her name was Olivia Dope. Um, she's on there, and then there's a singer who's on there, and I'm mad I can't remember her name. Everybody gonna cuss me out. I'm not forgetting you on purpose, sis. Uh, her name is Bridget Kelly. I want to be singer Bridget Kelly, and they're gonna be talking about things that affect black women, the, the way black women see the world, mm. whether it's politics, pop culture, you know, whatever it is, but from three black women. Okay. One who's yeah, one who's heavy into sex. One who's an R&B singer and one who has like a rapper swag. So they're gonna so they decided to be like a gangster, the gangster geek and the righteous ratchet in Germany from Germany. They, they, they really, but you know, they're the female version of us. But we're gonna support it. So shout out to all of those ladies. Shout out to Joe for giving them this platform. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with his network and what Charlemagne does with his network. Shout out to both them kings. Both no kings. No Stop doubt. arguing kings. We love both of y'all. We need no both doubt. of y'all. No doubt. Doing what else we got, JB? Things. Doing big things. Uh, shout out to the Amazon employees, the employees of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Stopping on that bitch's Candace Owens. <laughs> yeah. So she made a, a statement like, you Amazon employees have been intentionally stomping on my books and putting Vaseline on them and before you send them out to my clients. You must, you must hate the fact that I sell so many. And so she's alleging that the Amazon employees are like, oh, you bought Candace Owens' book? Bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sending it to him. Everybody getting their book like the cover was ripped off. Like I gave it to this house on the walk. I just thought that's that's cool, man. You gotta fight back however you can fight back. You know what I'm saying? We all can't go out there and march. We all can't grab a gun and go shoot somebody. We all can't get on the podcast and articulate ourselves. But we, we can step on some books. We can do we, that we, though. We, we got damn Dak. That <laughs> yeah, that's what you call voting with your feet, guys. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they was voting with their feet like a motherfucker. No bullshit. They <laughs> stomping on books and shit. Yeah, um, Fuck your couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your book. Fuck your book. <laughs> I love it. You gotta love it. And Dak needed to stop overthrowing people. Yeah, that was bad. You know, overthrew two people on. On second and one and third and one. Oh, with the option. Let's go, Dak. Let's go, Dak. Oh, that was a nice play. All right. Uh, um, Netflix and chill, guys. This is a good one. Stop what you're doing and listen. We have a couple great shows for you. Oh, yes. I want to start with Upload. Yes. It's an Amazon Prime original, so you have to have Amazon Prime to watch it. Um, I I, I was in Alabama and Washington kind of got turned on to it. Shit crazy. It is about, uh, you know, um, when you die, you have the option of having a traditional death or being uploaded into a, a computer program where you can have, you know, life after death. And uh, it's not a meritocracy. It's actually based on the dollar. So it's pay, for, pay to play. Ain't that what you call it, pay to play? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a video game where you go in and you buy yeah, different clothes and all that shit. Yeah, yeah oh, so it's yeah. in-app sales. Um, and depending on how much money you have on your account, um, you can have, you know, whatever you want, the, all the clothes you want, all the, you know, the food you want, the, the home you want, the experiences you want. But if you don't have enough money, you might not have anything or whatever you do have, you might run out of. So you stuck in that mouth. So you stuck. You could literally, yeah, you could literally run out of money and they'd be frozen until the next month. Oh, how about the, oh, he dropped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touchdown, touchdown. Touchdown. The ground cannot cause a fumble. And I got Gallup. Yeah, Dak. And I got Dak. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Well, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Back to uh, Upload. Um, yeah, it's it, a dope it concept. Sci-fi thriller. Mm-hmm. It's a little mystery involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a love story mixed in there. It is an excellent half-hour sitcom. Shout out to Amazon Prime. JB, I just watched the first six or seven episodes, but JB's already seen the entire series. Yes, I have. Give them, give them a, you know, an overview or whatever, JB. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's got everything that you want. I mean, it's it's a smorgasbord of, of sci-fi, and that's probably the best way to put it because you've got murder, you've got intrigue, you've got mystery, you've got interesting technology. 
technological concepts, and you've got modern. You've seen the modern allegory? You got to ask him that. <laughs> this guy. An allegory is like a fable, right? What the fuck is that? No, an allegory is when you tell a story and it is related to something that is within the modern framework. Oh, so people yeah. look at Wizard of Oz as like an allegory of the U.S. during the uh, Great Depression and the bullshit, how they were selling people the pipe dream of the yellow brick road. Mm. That was an allegory. This is an allegory to modern times and social media, you know, with okay. all the, you know, for example, like the five stars thing. They do yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. with it. I'm with yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I, I was, when he said that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, using yeah, Harvard terms. <laughs> so that is an excellent show, you guys. Yes, it um, is. I yes, highly, it. highly, highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. um, JB, you've been watching some old, uh, older allegory. Yes, this is another allegorical show called The Outer Limits. Now, this show you can also find on Amazon Prime, but. This show originally came out on cable back in 1995. So it's a mature theme show. Titties and ads. How the internet is taking over people's consciousness and how the social dilemma of the internet creates this overly crazy addiction and this isolationism in society where we need to just get rid of the internet entirely. I don't agree with that because the internet is kind of how we eat. But, yeah, um, literally, literally, literally. but, but um, they talk about how that can create social isolationism and people get caught up with so much with getting wanting likes and keeping likes rather than socializing with other people directly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, exactly, it's Black Mirror esque. Exactly, exactly. But, but except for it's twenty five years ago. Exactly. So that that was one episode. The other one that got me was there was an episode where this huge man made virus called the cult flu, an airborne virus with a two week incubation period. And the government is telling everybody that it's not a big deal and you don't need to worry about it, but it's mm. killing everybody around. Yeah, yeah. And you said this talking about 25 years ago? 25 years oh. ago, new. Very interesting. Yeah, man. Very yeah, interesting. man. The Outer Limits. Now, The Outer Limits is actually a reboot of a show, The Outer Limits, that actually came out in the late 60s. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they start they start with this whole thing like, you know, um, we are in control of your TV right now. We control the horizontal, the vertical. <laughs> we can crystallize the image to absolute clarity. And that's like the that's like the opening of the show. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it's really, really dope. So y'all look into that. It's on Amazon Prime. Again, it's called The Outer Limits. It's a dope show. Um, and I'm enjoying it. It's, I think it's like five seasons out there too. Okay. So they, yeah, there's a lot of binge watching available. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, an hour, an episode. 
and each season is 22 episodes. Jesus, that's most old school shows. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, had so had them got, all seasons. yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, you got, you got plenty of time, but each show is different. And the dope part about it is at the end of each season, they tie all of those randomly seeming shows together in a oh. central conspiracy theme. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Real nice. It was a really, really good show. Right, I'm going to check that out. Y'all check that out too. Mm-hmm. And now we got something for you guys that I'm super duper excited about. You can tell guys I use the word super duper so you know I'm really excited. Super duper. Um, we, you know, we do, we do a book club on a podcast and no doubt. most books I read are like self-help books, business strategy mm-hmm, books, mm-hmm. things of that nature. And um, I wanted to do the book club, but I didn't want it to be, you know, it's me and JB. I don't want it to be all my kind of books. So I was like, JB, won't you bring some of those, you know, gangster geek books into this shit? Bring some of those fantasy novels and all this shit. And he recommended one, and it was called Stormfront. It's written by who? Uh, Jim Butcher. Jim, Jim Butcher. I got the audio book, and I had, JB will tell you, I have been hooked. I have been listening to this motherfucking book. Like I tried to save a lot of it um, for my trip to uh, Alabama, um, and I'm up like talking talking to Shmi on the phone for about 34 minutes. So when I got back in the car to come home today, I had 40 minutes left. My trip was like two and a half hours. So I listened to that jump, and I was just like, "Oh man, this is great! This is great! This is great!" It is a fantasy novel. It's a detective uh, story, but it's supernatural. There's wizards and witches and vampires and elves and. Uh, What's two two a fairy and fairies and mm-hmm. it's a lot of shit. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the book, JB. Um, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was like, mm, okay, JB, because he was like, well, let, let me go, let's do it, this one book because I don't want to, you know, do, go too far into the fantasy world. And I was like, fuck that shit. Make it a gangster geek book. Give me a, you know, give me a fantasy novel. You know the one you gonna say it first that I, I knew I would have loved because I actually mm-hmm, seen the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, let's 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 go in your world. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. enjoy myself. I'm a, how many books is in the series? Oh my god, there's 16 books in the series. Oh, it's, yeah, I mean that's that's some real gangster geek shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 16 books in the series. I mean, he's I mean the book you're reading now was originally re- released in 1999. Mm. So think about where, you know, where that book was and where we are now in the whole mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to come. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to follow the series. I don't know how far I'm going to get. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm going to book two. I, exactly. I will start book two. That's yeah. how much I enjoy Stormfront. I will read the second book. Yeah, Facts. so so getting through getting through book book one as he said harry dresden is a private detective who is also the only openly practicing wizard um in this world so he's got this whole chicago mm -hmm, in 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 1999 chicago yeah exactly so they're dealing with the shy town bullshit but there's a different reason why it's not only the social injustice, the moral and sociological racism, and he touches on that shit too. It's not only the organized crime and all of that shit, because there's that shit too. Mm-hmm. But then it's wizards and, and vampires. But 
there's a drug angle involved. Yes. Don't forget, sex the, trade. don't forget the hookers. Yeah, there's a sex <laughs> trade involved. Um, and I mean, the story just goes into each one of these different things and how this guy is using magic to touch on these issues and how they touch on people and how they affect people. Right. Mm -hmm. It's really, really neat how he weaves in like metaphysical concepts of science and opening up your third eye. You saw that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you opened it up. You know, I was all on that. Open it up. I was all on that. Yeah. I bet you. Third eye. What what they call it? The sight. Yeah. Open it up your Mm -hmm. sight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a really, I mean, it's a really, really interesting and exciting read. It keeps you on the edge of your seat as you go through chapter after chapter. The world opens up even further. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's good. It's all of the fantasy elements, but it's hookers and strippers and mafia members and gangbangers. And like, it's all of that too. Yeah. 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 Great, great book, great it's like series. A, it's like a pretty face, big titties, and an ass. And she, much. Do, and she do kegels. It's like all of that. Yeah. I'm just and, she, and she gives gray head. And, and gray head. That's what it's like. That's literally what it's like. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, it was really a dope. <laughs> now, nah, that was an... Am- oh, we almost got that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so that was so that's a dope book, Storm um Stormfront. We're gonna switch What's the name back. of it again. Stormfront. Tell it one more time. Stormfront. There you go. Jim Butcher, book one of the Dresden files. It's called Stormfront. Um, so we're gonna switch over. The next book is gonna be one of news books. I'm interested to hear what he's gonna come at us with because his first book was very, very informative, very, very interesting. It talked about how what was the name of your first Contagious. Book? Contagious. It talked about how viral marketing works mm-hmm. and how viral marketing picks up steam sometimes without your intending it to pick up steam in different directions. But if you do it right, you can you can guide you can guide that movement. Mm-hmm. And it broke down that. Did I get it? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hundred dollar cheese steak. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Everybody more familiar probably with Nipsey Hussle's hundred dollar mixtape. Mm-hmm. But it's when you make something exclusive and you you attach that level of value to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this this cheese steak had like the finest cheeses of the world and the the, the boards head you know meat and it was it was everything you would want, but it was a hundred dollars and it was in the middle of a, this fancy fancy restaurant. So people, it just it was set. Oprah had it. Everybody had to go to Philly to get this cheese steak. Um, so yeah, it talks about viral marketing, and um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The book for next month, um, I was thinking about it. I was going back and forth. Okay, what, 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 let me see. What's next week? Wait, are we in? This is twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta tell them now so they can have it for the month. Yeah, yeah. We, we, work, we work with Jeremy. I'm like, no, do a tease. He's Jeremy thinking about marketing. He already on that contagious shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it um, is. This book, I have often said, this is the first book that somebody should read in their journey along the path of like the self help books, the books to get your mind right, the books to get you focused. Because this book is more about you reading, it's more about how you read the next book. This book puts you in the mind frame of reading the next book. It puts you in the mind frame of receiving the next lesson. This book is all about having that slight edge so that you can attack the world properly and so that you can take taking information right. Because I could give you all the correct information, but if you're not in that mindset, that mind frame, you're not even going to do nothing with it. 
So this book is by Jeff Olson, and it is called The Slight Edge. Mm. I've read this book probably eight or nine times, and okay. I've given away my copies of it. I don't even have a copy anymore because I give it to people who I think need it. Um, that's a book I, I won't keep for myself. I, I There are certain books I give away. I, I see, oh, what are you doing with? Ooh, I love you, man. Yeah, I, yeah. So I'm going to get it. Um, it's not on audio book, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to read it. Um, so I'm the slight edge, but just slight also. edge, the slight, the slight edge. edge. Okay, I'm gonna have to cop a copy of that. Check it out. Um, oh my god, oh, that was the best mercy. play I've seen of the year. Oh my god, what that was the play. best play. What a play. Best play I've what seen of play. the year. The dude almost intercepted it, fell down, and bounced up, and then he caught it. Look at this shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Give me that shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. Wow. wow. What a play. What wow. a play. Wow. Yeah, Man. Great play. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, um, can't be mad at that. Now, musically, uh, moving on. So, you know, the, Jeff Olsen's The Slight Edge is our next book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go ahead and get your copy. We'll do the first couple chapters next next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um some new music came out. Lil Wayne, who I has been one of my favorite rappers, um, I, he's in my top five. Um, the last couple projects he did, he didn't really live up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took that hiatus because of contractual reasons. So Wayne has been kind of in the background for like eight, nine years. That's a long time to just be yeah. over there somewhere. Yeah. He um released a lot of the songs that he was working on when he was on his hiatus. And he called it the Carter Five Deluxe. But it's about 15 new songs in there and about his favorite songs off the old Carter Five. So it's about 20 songs, 22 songs. And it is classic Wayne. It's the Wayne that I love. It's the Wayne that I argue with niggas is, is a top five rapper all time. And they, and, they, and they, they hit me with the, well, you heard his last album. I'm like, damn, I did hear it. And it wasn't that good. But that doesn't mean he's still top five. He might only be number five now. Right, right. This album, he back on his shit, nigga. Okay. He back on his shit. Okay. If you have Carter Five, no worries. This is at least 15 new songs. 15 new songs. This is a new album to me. You you give me 15 new songs, you gave me a new album. Mm-hmm. And it's fire. So I'm very happy that, that Weezy is back. I'm not going to play any of it because I want to play something from somebody in my family. Shout out to Lil Sean Cromartie. What up, Burger? What up, Lil Black? Uh, Lil Black son, Sean Cromartie. Um, he was on WKYS radio station in D.C. He was winning their Battle of the Beast contest every fucking week, and he did it smart. On his grand finale, he dropped his album and a video. Hey. So he set it up perfectly. Hey. And it came out this Friday. And when I tell you I'm proud of this nigga, he didn't need my help. You know, I'm the music guy in the fam. So he didn't, he went like, hey, Uncle No, help me with this. Or Uncle no. He just said, yeah, my album is done. Tell me what you think. I'm like, hey! oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I downloaded it, and I want to play a little bit of um, his first single. It's called Had Enough. It's on Apple, Spotify, everything. The video's on YouTube. This is Sean Cromartie. The song is Had Enough. DC Zone. Had enough, had enough, had enough, had enough, you say you had enough of the games, 
that they've been playing with you. They take your kindness for a weakness. It's a shame. I'm just trying to show you what you're worth Girl, everything I do Baby, I'm the type of man to put my woman first <laughs> Everything for you You try and you fail They kiss and they tell These news ain't real, no You know what to do But you're scared that you lose out on love. I've been working on some things for us. I don't want to give y'all too much. But again, that is Sean Cromarty. The song is called Had Enough. The album is called Had Enough. It's on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Title. Definitely get it on Title. And um, proud of your nephew. Proud of yeah, you. Yeah, man. Little burger. <laughs> um so somebody else i'm proud of the los angeles lakers and lebron james no doubt about it man lebron is going to his 10th finals only three teams in nfl nba history have gone to more finals than lebron the golden state warriors the celtics and the lakers are the only teams that have been to more finals than him this is monumental shit. Only uh, Bill Russell, Sam Jones, one other person that went to more finals than LeBron. It wasn't Kobe. It wasn't, it wasn't Kobe. It wasn't Jordan because the both of them Jordan. just got nine. No, Jordan went to six. Kobe went to seven. Oh no, you're right. I'm talking about. The, I'm. You're right because those are the teams: the Bulls, the Bulls, and somebody else. You're right. Uh I can't remember, but, but the point is, LeBron is making history right now. Was it Lou Alcindor? Hell no, nope. No, it, it, no. It's somebody you wouldn't. It's somebody unknown. Yeah. It, none of, none of the, it's none of the goats. Well, it's Bill Russell, because it's just an absurd amount of finals. Yeah. Uh, to 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 the, to the files. So. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went to 10. So it was Kareem. Uh, Sam Jones and Bill Russell. Um, Kareem did 10. Sam Jones did 11. Bill Russell did 12. LeBron has done 10. Um, wasn't Jordan. Wasn't Bird. Wasn't Magic. Wasn't Hakeem. Wasn't Jason Kidd. Wasn't even Robert Ory. LeBron is doing some ghost shit right now. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say he's better than Jordan. I'm not going to say he's better than Kobe. But I'm going to say you better put some fucking respect on his name. Le LeBron has had the greatest career that has lasted the longest amount of time in the history of damn near any sport. Yeah. Only Tom Brady I yeah. would put above him. Yeah. When you, when you do year one all the way to the current year, Jordan can't touch him. Nope. No one on earth can touch him. Nope. His career has just lasted too long. In his 17th season, he led the NBA in assists. He switched positions to point guard at age 35 and led the league in assists when he did it. The last game to make it to the NBA Finals, he had 38 points, 16 rebounds, and 10 assists. That's how you put away a team. How do you get to the next level? 38, 16, and 10. As Uncle Shay Shay would say, can I interest you in that? <laughs> can I interest you in 38, 16, and 10? Um, 
and all the while he's standing up for our rights as black people in America. All the while he's standing up for Breonna Taylor, King James. King James. I, I give him the ultimate respect. Like I don't think he's the best player of all time. I, I, I told you my caveat. He is the best over a period of time. Um, but I don't know an athlete who's done more. He started a fucking school for wow. black for the inner city in Cleveland. And they said, if your parents can't read, I'm going to send them to school for free too. And then when you graduate, I'm paying for everybody's college. Come on, man. Who has done more? Shout out to Muhammad Ali, one of my ghosts. I love you. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick, one of the ghosts. I love you. Shout out to Arthur Ashe, one of the ghosts. I love you. Ain't nobody doing what King James doing. We really nah. appreciate you, King. Nah, nah. Taking care of his family, taking care of his folk. <clears throat> the same way we try and take care of our family and try and take care of our folk. Yep. We bring you the news. We bring you the sports. We bring you the politics. We bring you the sex. But you got to go to Patreon to get the yeah, real sex. Well, like, we bring you the sex. I was like, where is this going? Yeah, that's <laughs> where I was going. Yeah. That's where well, I was going. Get on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash <laughs> our name kickback. Um, $2 tier, $4 tier, $7 tier. Show your folks some love. Get you, get yourself some merch. Link in the bio. You hear me? Um, the Falcons blew another 16-point lead. Oh! Oh, shit. He's out of bounds. Fucking fuck. Um, blew another 16-point lead back-to-back weeks. They did it last week with the Cowboys and this week with the Chicago Bears. And we all know they blew the 21-3 lead in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. I... I'm concerned about our Atlanta friends, JB. I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, somebody better lose their job. And I'm just so concerned about our Atlanta folks. I'm, I'm so concerned for y'all. Yeah. Y'all are going through a lot of shit, man. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a mess in in Georgia right now, all the way around. It's just a hot mess, and they got to get that shit together. Um, to have one of the more explosive offenses in the league. There we go. There we go. Cowboys with the lead, 31-30. Coming back on the Seahawks. Go ahead, JB. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin yeah. Ridley, um, Eric Gage, um, Hooper, um, Jeremy from Germany is tailback with Todd Gurley. They got a team. They got an offensive team at least. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Matt Ryan threw an interception in the middle of that comeback. Well, I mean, Fucking yeah. Matthew. Mu Matthew. <laughs> um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Again, uh, you know, we had a little bit of fun today, but as a general rule, when they go low, we go high. Shout out to Michelle Obama. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep my name out tomorrow. Um, having said that, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank y'all for tuning in every week. I want to thank you guys that are buying merch. I want to thank you guys that are Patreon subscribers. Um, I want to thank you guys for just supporting the movement. We've been doing this for eight years. The show has taken many different forms, and a lot of you have followed us through every single step. And we're starting to build a bigger team, and we're trying to take this podcast to the next level. And um, I want to thank you for the support. Thank you for uh, riding with us when the mics didn't work. 
Thank you for riding with us when the camera was fuzzy. Thank you for riding with us when do all the millions of different co-hosts because JB kept fucking all the girls that was on the show. Okay, <laughs> but that was me. That was me. My bad. My bad. That, that was me. That was don't me. Don't put that shit but... on me. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. I mean, you know, so I want to thank you guys for just riding with us. Y'all are true kickbackers. Shout out to all the new kickbackers. There's people supporting the show that just found out about the show a month or two ago, and they supporting it damn near more than anybody else. I definitely appreciate it, man. Shout out J. Lou. You know what I'm saying? And um, make sure you uh tell a friend about Band of friends like Jeremy from Germany, F, and any of the ladies that come on the show. Yeah, yeah, sh share it with them. <laughs> Let them know it. it's something real I good going it. on. I love it. Good night and God bless y'all. We love y'all. Uno, we out. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and take your CMOS. <laughs>